it's Christine here with the Express to Impress podcast. Today, we'll be talking about the delegation of duties and responsibilities. While delegating is an everyday occurrence in most organizations, it's often underutilized or done ineffectively. I've certainly been guilty of making delegation mistakes. But once we see the error of our ways, we can become better at delegating, and there are huge benefits to improving this skill. So in this episode, you will learn how to delegate effectively and achieve better results. If you have an interview coming up, I invite you to visit my website for my free five-step job interview preparation checklist. This checklist has already helped thousands of people worldwide perform well in interviews and get jobs they love. To sign up, visit my website at express to impresscom And a quick reminder that you can subscribe to receive notifications whenever I release a new episode. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts and on all other major podcast directories. Now, let's begin. While all leaders must delegate work to employees, there are many opportunities for mistakes in the process. Let's take a look at some of the most common mistakes leaders make when delegating tasks. The first mistake is not delegating enough. So why are leaders so hesitant to delegate tasks? One reason is guilt. Most leaders care about the well-being of their employees and would feel guilty delegating more tasks to employees who are already struggling with a large workload. Another reason they could be hesitant is that they underestimate their employees. Some leaders worry that employees will make mistakes, lack the motivation necessary, or won't produce high-quality work. So, they avoid delegating tasks to others, even if it means they are flooded with work. Another reason is, is time restraints. Sometimes leaders fail to plan adequately or have many last-minute unexpected tasks on their plate. They don't feel it would be fair to delegate a task with a short turnaround time or feel they have the time to delegate when they're in a race against the clock. Let's take a look at another mistake. Unclear expectations. Some leaders don't take the time to explain the goal, vision, and timeline of the task or they don't specify how much authority the person has while completing the task. This is more likely to happen when a manager is rushed for time and delegates tasks over email or through a task management system. The next mistake is micromanaging. Some leaders are inflexible in the way in which tasks are completed and closely monitor how an employee is completing a task. They don't know how to delegate effectively without losing control, so they overmanage the process. Another mistake is to lack an understanding of their employees' strengths. So some leaders don't delegate or delegate tasks to the wrong people based on a lack of understanding of their employees' skills. The final mistake is not reviewing employees' work carefully. So delegating can be an opportunity for coaching and professional development for employees if their manager reviews their work and gives them feedback. If this step is skipped over, 
it can cause problems for the team and make the manager or employee look bad. I imagine you have seen many of these problems in the workplace, and you know the harm it can cause. For example, it can kill an employee's motivation or hurt teamwork. But, else, but as you'll see in the tip section of this episode, there's a process for delegating effectively, and it can be a wonderful opportunity to develop staff and give you the time you need for top-level tasks. But first, I'd like to tell you a story about my delegation fails. love the idea of delegating. One less item on the to-do list, right? Well, some time ago, I was the queen of delegating, but I wasn't delegating successfully. I delegated tasks through the task management system Trello, but as soon as I would assign a task to a particular employee, he would share question after question with me. The sense of accomplishment I felt after delegating a task evaporated quickly. When he asked for more about the reason for the task and my ideas and detailed instructions, I have to admit I felt frustrated. I thought, I don't know why you're making this so difficult, or can't you figure it out on your own? I was quite creative in crafting excuses. It's his fault, not mine. He should be more resourceful. I don't have enough time to give him all the details he wants. Yet, he was producing great results, often better than his peers. Other employees didn't ask so many questions, but sometimes executed tasks incorrectly or differently than I had in mind. Sometimes they made executive decisions without running them by me first and made mistakes that I had to fix quickly. I grew weary of my excuses to myself and could see my delegation system was broken. I was not only causing frustration for myself, but to my employees. I didn't feel good about that. In all honesty, I had been hasty to check off items from my to-do list and had rushed through introducing new tasks and ideas. I didn't take the time to consider what information would be needed for tasks or explain my expectations. I had to learn how to delegate work to employees more effectively. Ultimately, I committed to spending the time necessary to plan and share my ideas and assignments more thoughtfully. Fortunately, I discovered tools that made it easier. For example, I started using screen share during meetings to explain how to do something or how something works. Or I created training videos using Loom that allowed me to share my screen while explaining a process step-by-step. These tools are especially helpful for visual learners. I hope you can avoid some of my hard-learned lessons about delegating. In the next section, you'll learn how to delegate effectively and achieve better results. To delegate well, you must communicate effectively. That is, with sufficient detail, for the appropriate audience, and with as much clarity as possible. Your employee needs to know why the task needs to be done, what needs to be done, and how it should be done. This is a recipe for getting your employee to buy into the task, feel motivated, and do a great job. As you know, I love checklists, so I'm going to give you two of them. The first is a preparation checklist that you should complete before delegating a task. The second is a checklist for assigning and overseeing a task that you have delegated. 
All right, so here's your checklist for preparing to delegate a task. Step one, define the desired outcome. Step two, consider what's involved in completing a task, considering time, effort, and money. Three, select the best employee for the task. Consider experience, skills, availability, aptitude, and eagerness to learn. Four, consider the employee's learning style and plan training accordingly. Aim to communicate in a simple and organized way that is not too complex for the employee. Finally, you want to set deadlines. All right, now let's move on to your checklist for delegating and overseeing a task. The first step is to meet your employee in person or have a video or phone call if possible. You can also share information related to the task by email or in a task management system. Step two is to introduce the task, outlining the goal, vision, timeline, and the authority level you are giving the employee, such as what decisions and actions they are allowed to make. Only after providing these big picture items should you dive into the details. Step three is to provide training and guidance while encouraging independent thinking. Ask the employee if they have questions about the task and encourage them to reach out with questions during the implementation. Fourth step, this is a very important one and one that most people skip over, is to confirm the employee understands the assignment and is committed to it. While you may feel confident in your communication abilities, communication failures frequently happen during the delegation process. So it's best to assume there could be misunderstandings. Let the employee know you want to confirm you have communicated what you intended and ask them to tell you what they heard. Then you can clear up any misunderstandings. Step five, after the meeting, monitor the employee's progress on the task and provide feedback and coaching. Finally, you want to evaluate the employee's performance of the task, letting them know what they did well and areas for improvement. If they found a better way to do the task than you had in mind, make sure you come up with a plan to document it and share it with others. When you delegate tasks effectively, the task will get done on time and you and your employees will achieve greater work success. I love helping talented professionals present, present themselves to potential employers and get jobs they love. I help clients in all stages of their job searches such as finding jobs, preparing their resumes and LinkedIn profiles, and interviewing. One of my recent clients left this kind review. I'm so grateful that Christine was able to carve time outside of her calendar to give me a crash course, helping edit my resume, and giving advice on how to best answer interview questions. I can't thank her enough. To see pictures and more testimonials from my clients, visit my website at express 2 impress.com. And if you want to land a new job, I would love to work with you. After working together, you will get job interviews and arrive poised, confident, and prepared for anything. You can schedule a free consultation on my website at express-2-impress.com.
As you know, there are no outside advertisements on the podcast. And of course, I'd love to keep it that way. So if you get a new job or a raise in part because of something you learned on this podcast, I invite you to make a donation. 100% of any amount you give will go to production expenses. You can donate with a debit card, credit card, or PayPal account on my website. That's all for today. I invite you to tune in next time to improve your English skills. You'll learn definitions of phrases and idioms from this episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Express to Impress podcast. If you found this episode useful, please remember to share it with a friend. See you next time. Bye.